Welcome to another episode of Just Keep Trying. I'm your host, Kiana Martinez. Today, I'm so excited because I have the Wanderlust girls here with me, Emily and Abigail. How are you guys? We're great. Awesome. Yeah. I like, first of all, you can see they have amazing style, so <laughs> it makes sense that you guys do what you do. But for people who aren't familiar with you, can you give us just like a little, what you guys tell people when they ask you, like, what do you do? Which a lot lot of people ask us that because it's confusing. (laughs) Yeah. So we run a fashion lifestyle and travel blog and we do wardrobe styling. Awesome. So you guys get to just experience amazing things in life and get like paid for it, right? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. We are very fortunate. Yeah, Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, And you guys have been like friends for a long time, right? Almost 20 years. That's incredible. Friendiversaries coming up. I love that. (laughs) Um, Starting out, like I... I'm going to like kind of jump around with your timeline because I feel like all of it is relevant and I feel like thankfully you guys have 20 years together that like we can cover a lot of stuff for you to talk about. Um, But let's start with like when you started the blog, like how did that come about? Um, What made you think like, oh, maybe we should do this as our career? Yeah, so um, it actually started, we obviously grew up together and strangely went to separate colleges, which was strange and unusual, and we weren't prepared for it because we shared our wardrobe. (laughs) Um, But our senior year of college, blogging was like becoming a thing. We were still like not really sure what the point of it was, but we're like, if anybody would have a blog together, it would be us. Yeah. So we figured, sort of figured it out, and um, it was more so I would post what I bought because I was in a separate state. She would post what she bought, and the whole point was we're going to share the closet when we graduate. Yeah. Um, How fun. So yeah. you're getting to, like, see your future outfits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That's really great with these exactly, shoes. Exactly, yeah. Strangely, same size everything. Even yeah, shoes. amazing. Yeah. I love that. I have few friends that I can, like, share with because I'm, like, small so like when I find someone my size I'm like yeah yeah and the best we yeah. have the exact same aesthetic you know it's very dark very witchy yeah. very mm-hmm. ethereal kind of yeah emo yeah. <laughs> love that so the blog itself was really organic we didn't really have a purpose for it other than to just like try out a new platform because we're always yeah we always need to try everything that's mm-hmm. kind of one of our mottos so yeah like, let's try whatever this is yeah which fits perfect for like what you guys do I mean I feel like that's just who you guys are as people so to be able to do that as a profession it's like that's the dream right yeah. um so when you first started you guys just you had no idea what you were doing you're just kind of like Literally. throwing stuff up and being no like clue. okay yeah someone um, else had to come in and be like you know other people are looking at this and I was like oh my god I thought I was just writing to my best friend I'm like what have I said this could be so embarrassing but he was like you know you kind of have a following you should do something with it so um when we graduated she moved in with me and um we kind of tried to take it seriously because bloggers started going to fashion week then and mm-hmm. we're like maybe we could go to fashion week yeah but we had no connections we didn't know anybody so we just googled all of the designers showing at new york fashion week and we looked up all of their pr companies emailed all of them it took days oh my days, gosh and we just said this is who we are this is you know our following and this is what we'd like to cover and we ended up covering 60 shows our first fashion week that's incredible it was extreme like, it was extreme <laughs> extreme fashion weeking i just <laughs> i love that so much because i feel like people don't do that You know, Mm -hmm. like people will be like, oh, I want to do that. But like no one, like there are very few people who are going to get on Google and be like, let me figure out 
how to do something that I have no idea how to do. Like most people are like, I have no idea how to do that. It sounds fun, but that's the end of it. And like for you guys to go out and like put yourselves out there and be able to get that many, because that's a huge number. Like we never did that many again. We were sick for like a month. (laughs) Yeah. So like kind of talk me through that because that's like your first big thing that you're doing. And like you have no idea what you're doing. Like how do you, how did you guys prepare for that? Like how did you... Because you don't really know what to prepare for that. Exactly. Was it just more Googling? Like It was a lot of Googling. Yeah. Which, I mean, whenever we talk to people who are pursuing a certain career path, we're like, look it up. Google, yeah. Google is your best friend. Yeah. Google is your assistant. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, just put yourself out there. Like we, I mean, we kind of had no clout, but at the same time, we're like, we'll write about it. We'll take photos about it. Mm-hmm. Like we'll give you all this press. And they're like, of course we we, know, yeah. we want that. We want as many people doing that as possible. Yeah. Yeah. We so. also made these terrible business cards, <laughs> the worst <laughs> business cards you've ever seen. And we, we thought they'd out. be cool, but yeah, they were supposed to be kind of like drippy and scary, but they were not, <laughs> they turned out to be like pink and brown and it was awful. So bad. Um, but we handed them out to everybody that we could. And, yeah. um, we tend to not actually like to approach people. We get really awkward and uncomfortable whenever mm-hmm. we're like standing and hovering behind someone. It's yeah. not our thing. Yeah. And, um, but we started this thing to kind of, um, get past that. So we would, um, we had this feature called shoe stalker. Mm-hmm. And so we would go up to people with cool shoes mm-hmm. and t- like feature them would take yeah. a picture, but everyone in the fashion industry has cool shoes. Yeah. So it was a really good excuse to talk to these like mm-hmm. designers or really high, you know, people in the industry that were important and um, we would just give them a business card and say, it'll be on this website in a couple of days. And that's kind of how we got a lot of connections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We actually... And views. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, people want together. to see and themselves. Yeah. 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 We actually, um, when we didn't know anyone at the beginning, we would just look up fashion events in New York, like that were free or mm-hmm. whatever it was. And Literally free fashion events NYC. Yeah. And um, Bloomingdale's <laughs> had yeah, quite a few of them. And so we would go and they would get these amazing designers, mm-hmm. like huge people, big stylists would come. And so we would show up and no one else would be there. And wow. we went to one of them and um, we would just kind of look it up as this will be a definitely a trend of ours, but we look it up <laughs> last minute. Like, yeah, on the way there. <laughs> yeah, we're going up the escalator and we're really we're like, what are we doing? Them. Yeah. So we looked it up and there was, it was Rebecca Minkoff was mm-hmm. um, showing her handbags and there was a celebrity stylist, Mia Morgan. So we looked her up and she had really cool shoes on. So we went up and took a picture of her shoes. I still remember those shoes. Yeah. The wooden heels. Yeah. yeah. And um, we gave her a business card and we started talking to her and she was like, I'm sure you don't know who I am. And we were like, well, you're Mia Morgan, the celebrity stylist. We, we yeah. had just Googled her. Yeah. So we knew everything. And she was so flattered. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I, I've been told I need to get into blogging, like, and have something for my website. I'd love to know more. So we became really good friends with her. And she kind of mentored us and introduced us to so many people. We ended up getting so many jobs from the people that we met through her. That's all incredible. All because we Googled like it. Shoes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. And Googled. Yeah. Yeah. And we always say yeah. there's people in your career and your life that are super connectors mm-hmm. and you're not going to realize it until like a year or two later, but we can trace almost all of our connections back to two people. That's yeah. incredible. And like, you know, it yeah. was just like a random thing that we decided to go show up to. It's, yeah. you know, you never know where you're going to meet the people that mm-hmm. set the pace for your yeah. yeah. Well, and you, I mean, even though you guys just like were in the elevator looking up that stuff, mm-hmm. like it was still, you still prepared for that moment because mm-hmm. you knew those things like that helped make you 
form a bond with someone Mm -hmm. that you maybe Mm -hmm. may not have formed a bond with otherwise. And I think, I just feel like it's cool. Like people always try and use like the terms like luck and stuff like that when it comes to people doing incredible things. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, like you are like lucky and fortunate, but you also put in the work, you know, I feel like both of you, even from just that short introduction of like how you got into everything, it's like you, you really did do the work, even though you didn't Mm -hmm. know what exactly the work was that you were doing, like (laughs) you were doing something to make it, it makes sense. And I love that. I think that that's important for people to like hear and understand. And you also talked about how you guys make like a game out of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's equally important because Mm -hmm. some people, um, I listen to a lot of like Ed Milet's uh, podcasts and he does a lot of interviews with um, people who help you like with your brain and how to like um, basically make your brain work for you and like just the way that your brain works and like being playful and like having like games and stuff like that. That's something that they kind of encourage because it's like that puts your brain in a mode, a different mode where it makes things fun and light. Yeah, it's not right. so much work. It's like exactly. something, especially if it's an insecurity, you can get over it by being right. like, Oh, this is a game. Like, mm-hmm. you yes. know? Um, so I think yeah, all of those things are awesome. I feel like you guys just have so many things about you that you probably may not notice or realize, but it's, it's just cool to hear yeah. that it's like such a natural thing. Yeah. Um, so let's go back a little bit from that point um because I do want to talk about you guys growing up and like your style and just kind of your (laughs) you know like the whole fitting in part of it because I think that's also like really important it helps shape who you are and I love that you guys stay true to who you are Mm -hmm. even from then so like take us back to (laughs) yeah wow well um, let's just preface it was the 90s so it's not our fault (laughs) It's the '90s fault. Yeah, but also we grew up it's tragic. We grew up in Massachusetts, and I think we bonded immediately because we always wanted to stand out. Mm-hmm. Which um, you know, in the creative industry, a lot of people do, but in Massachusetts, yeah, there's not a giant creative industry, and everybody wants to blend in and mm-hmm. look kind of uniform. So we would wear our zebra pants. Very wild. It was like a sea of khakis and polos, and then there was us in these like crazy prints. And we looked like little rock stars yeah. or something, like Space Girls. Amazing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was uh, the kind of the basis of our friendship was dressing. I mean, we grew up in a woodsy town mm-hmm. with nothing to do, and we would dress up and go like grab a soda. Like there yeah. was yeah. nothing to do, but we would walk down the street and like basically costumes. Yeah. And like that would be our day. That was like a fun day for us. Yeah. Um, but amazing. that honestly ties into like our career is yeah. nine out of 10 times we get a job because of what we're wearing in our presence. It's like mm-hmm. we stand, we stood out, yep. we wore something fun and people are like, who are they? What do they do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it makes sense. You know, we have a blog and we do style. style. Yeah. So yeah. It we kind of, we showed up to a soccer match wearing thigh high boots and it was like AstroTurf <laughs> and we ended up getting hired to style for the world cup team. Cause we stood out <laughs> like sore thumbs. That's we're incredible. Crazy outfits. Yeah. That's incredible. This woman approached us. She's like, why are you here? <laughs> like, um, cause we love soccer players. Exactly. <laughs> cause, um, have you seen what's on the field? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's a way to speak without speaking, obviously. Yeah. That's the cool thing about fashion. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, I had a manager once who, like, regardless of everything else that, like, happened, the 
number one advice that he gave me that like stuck with me was like, um, when we were going to meetings, um, he told me, he was like, if you want to be a star, you need to look like a star Mm -hmm. at all times. And at the time I was like 18, 19. And so like, there's a part of me that was like a little like offended, you know, like the female part of me that's still trying to figure out who I am. Like, Mm -hmm. and, but then there was also part of me that was like, I love dressing up. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like I am a star. Like I am going to be a star. Like, and it's just, it's funny that like, sometimes it takes someone giving you permission or like telling you like, you know, this is a part of who you are and it's okay to be that. I think that that's really cool that you guys were doing that on your own and have seen how much that helps, you know? And, and it is like a, whether it's like a cool style, like just something that is you and like makes you unique and like stand out. It's not ever like I'm I'm not gonna ever wear something that I feel uncomfortable with and Mm -hmm. if I do it's because I'm like trying to be a fashionista and I'm like I'm gonna wear this because it in theory it should be cute and we'll see once I get out in the world if it's cute or not um so I think that that's like yeah that's just who you guys are and that's amazing um let's talk about the um was it a yoga thing? Is that the, the oh the burlesque class? <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> the beginning of yeah. the business. Yeah. Yes. Well, um, so I became obsessed with Groupon when it came out. I'm not really sure why. I just thought it was so cool, and um, I love deals. So I um, I was on it, and then while I was perusing it, I realized that the people on there obviously needed more advertising. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I reached out to a bunch of people who were on there and just said, you know, if we take this, um, we'll blog about it if you give us it for free. Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's a lot of bartering. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's yeah. Fun. <laughs> and so the movie burlesque had also just come out and we love a costume. We mm-hmm. love a theme, anything. So, um, we ended up taking this burlesque bikini boot camp class and we were going to blog about it. And, we definitely skim things. That's for sure a theme also with us. And um, <laughs> so I kind of just skimmed what this class was about. And I was like, oh my gosh, we get to dress up in burlesque outfits and we're going to learn to dance. So we show up to this burlesque class and it was not that. It was just, you know, a workout class and everyone was in t-shirts and running sneakers. And then there was us who were in Thigh high boots, fishnets, corsets, boas, like giant hair and glitter everywhere. And um, we the look like drag queens. Ones, the only ones dressed up. And so we, it was not a dance class either. It was like regular push ups and working out. And oh my gosh, they it was were, like serious work. Oh yeah. yeah. And they were filming a morning show. And we why were trying they? to keep up, of course, because why would we not stay? And so we. We're actually trying to do push-ups in six-inch heels and all of this ridiculousness. But a girl in the class was like, who are these girls? And the teachers were like, oh, they're these bloggers. And so she ended up emailing us. And she was like, I'd love to take you guys out to lunch. And we were like, okay, free lunch. Sure, yeah. free lunch. We That's all lunch. we read. Lunch. Yeah. Lunch. We just graduated college. We were like, free lunch, sure. So yeah. we, um, we were on our way to meet her. And we were like, maybe we should look at the email again. And so... We did on the way there, and her email was at playboy.com. 
And we were like, oh my God, are we going to pose for Playboy? That's like, literally what we, we thought it? was about to happen. We're going to be in Playboy. Oh, is yeah. this happening? Yeah. That's hilarious. We're well, doing because it, right? then you have like, yeah, because then you have that, like that, that thought in your head and you have to have that inner monologue of like, would I? Yeah. Would right? I do this? Is this yeah. our, is this our destiny? <laughs> we might call it breakthrough. Yeah. We <laughs> called my mom and we told her and she was like, do it. If you don't do it, I'll be pissed. We're like, oh my gosh. Mom's blessing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, we actually went to meet her and she did not want us to pose for Playboy. Um, she happened to be the head designer for their clothing line and we were like, okay. Um, and she was like, I love your style. If, um, you know, our current stylist ever quits or gets fired, I'd love to hire you guys. And we were like, I'm sure that will happen, you know. We've never said we were stylists. Never. She just based it off our... Well, I mean, yeah. Audacity, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Based off your burlesque (laughs) workout. um, So everyone works out. (laughs) Exactly, right? They kind of should. It's way more fun. Yeah. Yeah. But she ended up hiring us two weeks later to style the next ad campaign for Playboy. So they flew us to Chicago. We did not know what we were doing. We literally had to... We got two assistants and we were like, can you steam everything? And we watched because we didn't know how to steam clothing. Oh my it goodness. It was... We really didn't I'm know still terrible. We yeah. I just burned myself. Yeah. So it actually ended up turning out great. I don't know... Thankfully, we yeah. yeah. Thankfully, yeah. we met the stylist like and she, prior, and yeah. we, you know, yeah. shadowed her and she sort of had an idea. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the girl who we met in the burlesque class who hired us, she was like, you know, if you'll get paid better if you become a company. So mm-hmm. we literally hung up the phone with her, walked across the street to the bank, and we're like, we need to be a company right now. <laughs> and that's how we formed our business in 2011. <laughs> this is so amazing. Like everything about your guys' story, I like. I'm obsessed with because it's so like very accidental (laughs) it Mm -hmm. is and it isn't like when you look at it as like I mean everything is 2020 in hindsight Mm -hmm. right but like it in it I'm sure you guys are like what the fuck are you doing and like when you look back at it it's like holy shit you guys like knew what you were doing like you didn't but you were doing all of the right things and like Mm -hmm. listening I mean I'm very into like the universe and science and stuff like that I know you guys are also um so, and, and again, a lot of creatives, a lot of people in this field are, it's, it's really cool to see how many people like, and it's like one of those things, like, is it, we're doing these things because we believe in these things and it's happening or would they have happened if we, you know, it's always mm-hmm. like the chicken and the egg kind of yeah. thing. Um, but I love how true you guys have been to yourselves and also to like opportunities mm-hmm. when they come up. It's not like this fear-based thing where you're like, we have no idea what we're doing. We're just going to like not do it. It's mm-hmm. like, we have no idea what we're doing. We're going to Google this shit <laughs> exactly. and like do the best that we can. And it's going to be what it is. And yes. everything has turned out like, <laughs> yes. And we always tell people just say yes. I mean, unless mm-hmm. you're like, unless it's a sketchy situation yeah. or a person you don't want to yeah. work yeah. with. Just figure it out in the meantime. Yeah. You know, you're going to do the best that you can. And mm-hmm. um, one of our jobs back in like the first year was someone approached us to style a music video. Mm-hmm. And we initially said no, because yeah. this was so early on. We're like, that's a lot of people. Yeah. We don't really know what we're doing. So um, the photographer who asked us, he was like, just come meet the director. I think like 
it'll just be good for you guys to meet. And we're like, all right. So we went to like the auditions. We were much more emo then too. I mean, like we're kind of dark now, but we had like blackout eyes and a little bit goth. Yeah. So we showed up and he looks up from his notebook and just says, you're hired. And we're like, what? What do you mean? Like, you don't know anything about us. We haven't shown you any work. Then we found out it was going to be shot 24 hours in a funeral home. <laughs> we just looked like we belonged Basically, in a funeral yeah. home. Basically, yeah. We just had the, the aesthetic yeah. of dead people, I guess. Yeah. Um, so we're like, all right, Very whatever. We're doing chic. this. We're going to make this work. Yeah. So we just, we pulled clothing for the band, which was just four guys. And then all the dancers, we kind of gave them an idea of what we wanted. Mm-hmm. They brought options and we picked. Yeah. So it wasn't too hard. Mm-hmm. We kind of like... Got scared at the beginning, but we made it work. Yeah. And then, um, oh God, it's just, this is such a good story. Yeah. So once we were styled everyone, we were done. Mm-hmm. And so we, we got paid like nothing basically, mm-hmm. like pennies and yeah. a bottle of vodka. So at that point we were like, well, we're in a funeral home for 24 hours. Yeah. Might as well start drinking. So <laughs> we're drinking this vodka and at like two thirty in the morning, um, the prop master comes up to us and she's like, oh, you guys are the ones putting your heads through the wall, right? And we're like, oh, no, 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 we're the wardrobe stylist. And she's like, no, it's you guys. I'm looking at the breakdown. And we're yeah. like, what? And she opens this door and there's this huge shrine that has been built with two holes cut out. And the next thing I know, we literally have our heads sticking out of these holes and we're taxidermy heads <laughs> in the music video. And we, it was like the craziest thing. I can just see her out of my peripheral. I'm not know. allowed to blink or move. I'm like, what are we doing? And they're like, don't laugh. I'm like, don't laugh. Like, yeah. How could I not? Yeah. So we, it actually turned out so funny. We, the music video was awesome. But from that, doing that video, mm-hmm. it had a giant crew, mm-hmm. which I think we always tell people too, because we would have said no, but because yeah. we didn't get paid a lot and we said yes, we've gotten so many jobs from people who worked on that mm-hmm. years later. Like a few years ago, we got our biggest job ever yeah. from the director of photography on that job. And, and that was like incredible. a seven year time yeah. span that yeah. we met him and worked on it. And then he still remembered us, mm-hmm. remembered our personalities, remembered our work. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I mean, like we didn't make much, but we made a ton of connections Yeah. Mm-hmm. and you know, it mm-hmm. grew from there. Yeah. yeah. And it's also important to maintain connections, even if yeah. you can't, Gosh. don't mm-hmm. currently have something with them, just keep, you know, keep in their yeah. vision, keep in their thoughts because yeah. out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> yep. And so like sometimes we'll get a connection and it'll take years to actually mm-hmm. figure out how to work together, but we usually we find a way. We still go out to lunch, yeah. we go out to drinks mm-hmm. and we tell a lot of people like it's important to basically become friends with these people yeah I mean the creative industry like you're gonna work with people you click with Mm -hmm. like you know you're not gonna get hired like if you haven't seen these people in six months yeah like have no real yeah connection or if you make a bad impression on them you know if you like can't connect with them and I think I mean I feel like you guys are very easy to get along with we met at a an opening and I was like these girls are awesome like (laughs) I want to be friends with them like it it you do want to be around people who make you like feel better about yourself mm-hmm. and not even like, you know, feel better in the sense of like, Oh, they're, you know, making me feel cool. It's just like, you feel nice around people. I think that that's like a fair thing yeah. to say mm-hmm. about people who you want to spend time with. Um, and we talk about it in the music industry all the time because when you go on tour with people, it's like, you know, there's mm-hmm. eight of you on a bus mm-hmm. together for that's 24 seven yeah, and you're going and lot. doing like this amazing job. But like, that's only, you know, a couple hours 
mm-hmm. out of like the day that you're working mm-hmm. and like the other time you're having to hang out with people and you want people on your team that like are good hangs. Sometimes that's more important than their talent. Mm-hmm. You could be like an incredibly talented person, but if you have a shitty attitude, like no one wants to hang out with you right. and spend time with you. Like that doesn't, and it just, I mean, I have met people who like, that is who they are and I can accept that, <laughs> you know, right, like there yeah. are some people and not to say that they're necessarily like shitty, but they're just not like the most positive or like, you know, but like, just be who you are, like a true authentic mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. I feel like we don't really get that. Like the people who do the best are the people who are authentically themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like it's hard because we also compare ourselves to other people. So like sometimes we try and be something that we're not. And like, I think I, I know I'm guilty of that. Like, I, I feel like that's a normal thing, especially when you're younger and trying to figure out who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, but there is something to be said about just being yourself and, and it kind of lights you up, mm-hmm. you know, and people can recognize that in you. Like, and I feel like that's something that I like, recognized with you guys. It's like, these girls are very much authentic. They're like who they are. Mm-hmm. And it comes through in, in your work. I mean, you're getting hired because people are looking at you and they're like, yes, like I want this look mm-hmm. in what I'm doing. Like this is a vision for my stuff that can work with me. And I think that it's, it's cool to hear like different stories about how you guys have gotten these jobs just based on walking in a room, mm-hmm. like yeah. on a bus. Mm-hmm. So since all of that kind of started happening. You guys made the move to Nashville. What was that transition like? Because all of the stuff you were doing, you were still in Boston when it was happening, right? Or we're in New York. In New York, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, so, I mean, we we had been in New York. You were there for about eight years. I was there for about ten. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of this moment where we were going to do all of these cool things. We were at maybe four or five events a night. We were doing exciting things and we just weren't as excited anymore and it was it's a tough industry to be in because it's it can be very fake mm-hmm. um a lot of the people are very fake and that's just not us no, can't stand <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um so we realized that you know all of the places we loved were closing down and it just didn't feel as creative anymore which i feel like that's the draw of me yeah mm-hmm. it became a little fratty and mm-hmm. and by a little i mean a lot fratty <laughs> yes. and uh yeah. it's very financial and corporate and we kept visiting nashville and we were like you know one day we should move here one day mm-hmm. and then there was this, just this moment where we're like let's just go yeah and we did and we didn't even have a car i hadn't had a car since 2011 yeah. i didn't even think about didn't. it mm-hmm. and then we got down here and we're like oh my god you need a car <laughs> yeah and uh, everything's like 20 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so i mean we just figured it out but it was <clears throat> we still have our clients in new york so we mm-hmm. go back just about every other month and yep. stuff but but we loved how creative it was down here and how collaborative it mm-hmm. was, which is really cool. Yeah. 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 And that is the great thing about Nashville. I mean, I feel like any industry, once it starts to get bigger, it, it starts, I mean, you get all types of people. There's all mm-hmm. kinds of people. Yeah. Um, it, but that is something that a lot of people are drawn to in Nashville. It's mm-hmm. because there are a lot of creatives here, a lot of people who are trying to make it. And I think there's something to be said about leaving your hometown, coming to a new place, trying to chase the stream. Like you kind of, you form a bond with the people who are here already just based on that, because Mm -hmm. it's such a huge thing to leave, you know, whatever it is. Like for me, it's like my family, my entire family is back in Arizona Mm -hmm. and you know, you come here and you're, you're 
struggling at first, you know, Mm -hmm. you're trying to figure stuff out. You're trying to get a job. You're trying to maintain the stuff that you already built back home and you can kind of get lost and you can get very lonely. And so it's nice to be in a community where other people are feeling the same things and are able to kind of be there for each other. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like me and my friends and I always go through phases where it's like, if one of us is struggling, the other ones are usually like thriving and are able to just be like, Hey, like, come Mm -hmm. on, let's, let's get you back up and, and help you. And, and I feel like there are some seasons where like all of us are just like really sad and just need to like get a bottle of wine and complain together. But it's, there's something (laughs) about like, yeah, like about having that community and people who understand what you're doing, because in this industry, there isn't a a blueprint, you know, as, as Mm -hmm. we've seen from your guys' story, you're all over the place. You're just trying stuff out and hoping Mm -hmm. that something works and, and you're literally just doing it and there's no guarantee. And so I, I love being able to talk to people and, and be surrounded by people which is basically what Nashville is like. You're surrounded by people who are all chasing this dream of yeah. doing what they love doing. Yeah. Um, it's nice, too, because everyone here is so much more friendly mm-hmm. than they are in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also really great because, you know, we, we're more than best friends. We're basically family. We've mm-hmm. lived together for the past eight years, and yeah. we work together. We spend 24-7 with each other. But So it's nice to be able to do that with, family so Mm -hmm. we travel all the time for work but it never really feels like we're not we still have that home aspect Mm -hmm. no matter where we are yeah yeah how does that so on that with like maintaining your guys's relationship because it is a a relationship and Mm -hmm. if being like I fight with my family all the time you Mm -hmm. know and there's certain things that like bug you how do you guys maintain being that close having a business together spending as much time together as you do like how is that for you guys, um, how are you able to maintain that? And like, is it just like open communication? Like how? Yeah. I mean, we actually tell people like think twice before you start a business with a best friend because Mm -hmm. we're a very unusual example. Yeah. Yeah. Like we actually know people who have started a blog because we were doing it and then they sort of drifted apart. So Mm -hmm. we always say like, you know, it's not for everyone. And we kind of have a special case because the moment we met, we started like collaborating I mean like Mm -hmm. we were best friends but we were creating things Mm -hmm. yeah you know that's kind of like our path so we just sort of grew into that Mm -hmm. and we just have a way of like respecting one another's opinions and like if we're butting heads we'll see whoever's more strong about it and we'll Mm -hmm. go that go that way yeah Yeah. you know I I love that I think the last time we had a fight was in (laughs) chem class (laughs) chem class and it lasted about 10 minutes you know yeah we just it's too juvenile. We yeah. Don't, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I love that. I mean, it sounds, honestly, it just sounds like you guys have gotten good at putting your egos aside mm-hmm. definitely. and, and just, and just big picture. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. We're, really. we're definitely similar in the right ways and opposite in the right ways. Mm-hmm. So it just, mm-hmm. it's doesn't work for everyone, but for some reason it definitely works with yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. I love that. You have to be a little yin and yang, even mm-hmm. though it doesn't seem like we are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. but we definitely have our differences yeah which works and we have the exact opposite taste in men which i think that's hugely important for yeah Um, yeah yeah, that's proved to be long lasting because we've never (laughs) fought over boys in our life and i think that can really tear a friendship apart oh absolutely my my friend and i um it's so funny because like she's one of my best friends she's like blonde and blue eyes and then like i have like you know, dark hair and like brown eyes. And so 
for us, like, and same thing, we have, like, complete opposite tastes in men. And, like, and if we do see a guy that both of us like and, like, he shows interest in one or the other, like, it's just kind of like, okay, well, he likes blondes. Like, you know, yes. it's so much easier to just be like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I'm not his type because we're complete opposites. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting that that's, like, a, a thing that you, like, think with your friends because, I mean, ideally I would love to never feel, like, you know, inferior to one of my friends or feel like I'm in competition with one of my friends because you shouldn't, but you do, we're human. Mm -hmm. And so it is cool to, to be like, well, we don't ever worry about that because it's just a non issue. Mm -hmm. You know, we have different tastes. It just, the universe worked out where we have different tastes in men and it's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, Another big thing for us too is, um, we have a really good sense of humor about everything. And I think that's important mm -hmm. when you're running a business and working Mm -hmm. with someone else, because we probably laugh more than we do anything else yes, every day. Yeah, the <laughs> biggest emotion is yeah. Yeah, laughter. And and it's so important when you're to be a little lighthearted about things because if we were so intense about everything, we probably would fight. Yeah. But we're not. If something goes wrong, we usually crack up about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I feel like you, you have to be that way in this industry mm-hmm. also. Like mm-hmm. any type of creative industry, like you get on a set and something's going to go wrong. Like you just have to, you know, just roll with it. You just know, like something's going to happen and you have to like, for me, I I do a lot of meditation. Mm -hmm. And so like meditation has really helped me when things go like awry. Like, and I, I think I mentioned to you guys, like with the radio station, when like everything, like my day one of being like fully live, like (laughs) prime time and like the board freaked out, like just things that you can't control. Mm -hmm. And you have to like be able to hold your, you know, keep your composure and still do a good show with what you have. And I think that that's, I mean, that holds true with life. There's a lot of things that I've learned in the entertainment business and like being in the moment that have translated into like making my life better and easier and and less overdramatic. I'm a very overdramatic person. I think anybody in this industry kind of has, you know, very strong personalities and imaginations and stuff like that. Um, but it, I just like lost my train of thought. I just was like, I got very dramatic, right? Yeah. (laughs) We go off on tangents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, point being that like, yeah, you just, you have to just be able to laugh at stuff in this industry and in life. I think that that's a very important thing to have. And I love that you guys are able to do that together and not have to worry about things being blown out of proportion Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, things being the end of the world. Because like mm-hmm. you guys said, there's a lot of things that you look back at and you're like, oh my God, that was a disaster. Right. But yeah. like, if in like yeah. a couple months, is this going to like still be on your mind? Probably not. Exactly. And things will have moved on. Yeah. And a lot of people like who have hired us have always said like, you know, we chose you because you're, you guys are fun. You're mm-hmm. a pleasure, you know, and like yep. energy is contagious. So yep. like, mm-hmm. I mean, take work seriously, but be personable and yeah. fun and yeah. lighthearted yeah. and people will want to work with you a lot more. Yeah. And I do want to, um, if you guys don't mind, just because like for me and my girlfriends, it is hard being in this industry and maintaining a relationship. Like how have you guys been able to like navigate your dating lives while still mm-hmm. having a business, having, you know, you don't have as much time to really date yeah. and connect with people. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm a busy person. Like how, yeah. how have you guys been able to, to do that? Honestly, I mean, has that been a struggle? Is it just things we've got it worked up, out yeah. now? And honestly, leaving New York was a huge factor in that. Mm-hmm. The dating was just terrible. Um, we both sort of, that was one of, yeah. one of the main forces. We're like, we're never going to find love here. Yeah. I mean, we had our boyfriends, but, um, it was important to move. And 
Uh, the biggest thing we both have boyfriends right now, and is for them to know before the, what they're getting into, because mm-hmm. it's such a weird career we have. You mm-hmm. know, like we are at events. Like right when they come home from work, we're going to events. Yeah. So it's like they need to know ahead of time. Like this is kind of what you're signing up for. Yeah. Like don't get frustrated. Right. Mm-hmm. And every now and again, we like to keep the dating separate from work. But every now and again, like we can bring them to some stuff. Yeah. But we try not to mix it too much. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are like, oh, I didn't even know you had a boyfriend. Yeah, well, I don't want to be that girl yeah. that's involving him in my photos and, mm-hmm. you know, just like right. We never putting him everywhere on yeah. Instagram because, you know, you don't, it's not their place to be there. This is the Wanderlust yeah. girls. And yeah. we want our followers to know exactly what they're going to get and yeah. it's going to be us. Yeah. And so we don't want to mix that stuff. We're happy to give people advice on mm-hmm. dating, which we have in the past, yeah. but we definitely don't like to involve them in that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's, it's your profession. I mean, I feel like, like for me also, I never post anything. Like I've dated people and no one on, you know, Instagram or anywhere like no, because it's just, right. it's private. Like that's something exactly. that, especially when you're in an industry where you're constantly putting yourself out there and people are just constantly in your life. There's some things that like are more personal and also like just, I mean, you don't know, you don't want to be posting a picture of some guy and then like a month later he's gone. And then it's like, you know, it's, it it is what it is. Yeah. And you have to think about it more as like a nine to five too, because Mm -hmm. you create your own hours. But like, if someone works at Amazon, they're not bringing their boyfriend or girlfriend to work with them at their office, you know? So we, we don't do the same. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And I think it's cool. It's nice to keep those things separate. And I'm sure that they appreciate that to a certain degree because it is intimidating when you're going with someone to an event and they're that person, you know, it's, it's, I've dated people where it's like, you're the shadow of them and not Mm -hmm. in a bad way. It's just like, this is, this is their place. They were invited here. They're a person that's known here and you have to just kind of take a back seat and in doing so it, it made me realize how people feel when I take them to places like that. And it is intimidating and it can get a little, I think you just have to find someone who's very secure in themselves Mm -hmm. to be able to, to handle that. Um, I think the biggest thing is too, when we meet someone, we have to kind of explain our situation beyond work, you know, like, you know, if you're dating one of us, you're kind of dating both of us. So it's like, you know, accept us both. Yeah. It's not a one person. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sister wives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah, that is, it is important. And I, I feel like it's cool to be able to, I mean, you want to share your entire life with someone. That's the mm-hmm. whole point of being with someone. Mm-hmm. But I think that being able to figure out how it can and can't work mm-hmm. is equally important to be mm-hmm. able to make things flow easily. Cause it's, I'm sure you guys know, like you don't want to add extra stress into your life when you already have a profession that's highly stressful mm-hmm. and dealing with like, even with like breakups and stuff. I mean, I'm sure you guys have stories of like, I've had moments where I have like a huge show and like I'm fighting with someone and we like break up and I'm like, Oh, I got to go perform mm-hmm. yeah, and pretend with like you. everything is, mm-hmm. is fine. And like, I can do that cause I've been doing it for years, but it's, it's hard. Mm -hmm. And so like, you have to kind of be, I feel like a little guarded and like careful Mm -hmm. with dating, especially in this industry. And I, I love that you guys are able to kind of share what has worked for you, you know, and how you are able to navigate that world. I mean, it's already hard. (laughs) Yeah. It's a pain. (laughs) Yeah. Dating is hard period. And then you're adding all these other factors in and it's like, 
Yeah, it's a whole thing. Um, so where do you guys, like, what is the next six months looking like for you guys? I mean, are you, like, for me, it's like I always have, like, an idea mm-hmm. of, and I actually, I watched an interview that Taylor Swift did, and she was, they asked her about, like, does she have, like, a five-year plan, this and that, and she was like, I can't. Like, if I think too far out, mm-hmm. like, I freak out, and I'm like, oh, perfect. Like, you yeah. know, Taylor Swift doesn't think, like, too she's far just out. She's just exactly. living her life. Like, yeah. she's just in the moment. Oh, yeah. When people um, ask us our 10-year plan, we're like, be friends with Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's our or, yeah, we're more plan. metaphorical about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, we know where <laughs> we want to be mentally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But who knows what exactly will lead that Exactly. Yeah, the key for us is to constantly try to make more creative content than we were making before. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that always leads to exactly. We we've found in the past that we've gotten so many jobs just based off of being creative ourselves or coming up with some creative concept. Mm -hmm. Um, Like one time in the past, a um, videographer asked us to make a video of just you know kind of flowing dresses. He's like, "Can you pull some stuff?" Mm -hmm. We're like, "Yeah, absolutely." So we did, and we were shooting it on our rooftop, and it was just for fun. It was just to, like, create it to get new content, Mm -hmm. and um, we always like to push things a little bit, Um, (laughs) and we love Shakespeare and anything, like, medieval or anything, so we go in to warm up, and we were like, you know, what would be kind of cool if, like, maybe one of us died, and then the other one killed themselves because they saw that the other one was dead, like, kind of Romeo and Juliet. We always need a story. Yeah. Yeah. So we turned it into this huge Romeo and Juliet video, Mm -hmm. and, um... It was very, very theatrical, yeah. and um, it turned out really cool. And we much more interesting, it, way more interesting. Yeah. And we posted it and tagged all of the designers and people that you know, whatever we had in the video, we mm-hmm. tagged. And um, one of the dresses I was wearing was by Logan Neitzel, and the name sounded familiar, but I couldn't really remember who it was. But we had pulled it from this showroom. Yeah. And um, so we posted it, and then one night we were out at a bar and this guy pointed at us and he was like, are you guys the Wanderlust girls? And we're like, oh my gosh, you're Logan Neitzel. And he was the designer of the dress and he was like, oh my God, I loved that video you guys made. It was so cool and different. And um, so we ended up becoming friends with him just because we created this random video with this guy. And um, we nurtured the friendship and then he ended up calling us to style Macklemore for Saturday Night Live. And it's, it's just incredible. all, all yeah. because we made this video. It just, yeah. you know, so it's important for us to always get more creative mm-hmm. and come up with crazy concepts. Yep. To and I, I do love, like, I want to point out the fact that, like, it was such an extreme idea. Like, <laughs> it always is. Yes. It was, and, and there are people, because, like, I've done that before where I've had this, like, crazy idea and I'm just like, oh, that's just insane. Like, I'm not even going to say it because, like, that's just crazy. No one's going to yeah. jump on board with this. Mm-hmm. And, like... It's but you guys keep it like yeah you yeah. guys you guys definitely like stay true to who you are and you're just like let's do this and yeah. like and, yeah. it, and it pays like it's I I think what I love about your story so much is that you guys are getting rewarded for being yourselves yes and it's amazing I love seeing that and I think I just I feel like I genuinely feel like if more people did that then the same would happen for them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's hard because I think I do feel like at first a lot of doors are closed and I feel like for you guys experiencing growing up somewhere where you didn't fit in, Mm -hmm. but you still stayed true to yourself, like that built your confidence in like staying true to who you are and knowing that like things are going to come, you know, that are right for you. Right. Um, so I love that. Like, I love that you guys, like for me, that's what you guys are. 
to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a great representation of how being yourself and staying true to that, like, really does pay off. And I love that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Thanks. you guys so much for, like, sharing all of that. Um, I feel like you guys just have, like, incredible stories from, like, being able to travel. Like, I could literally <laughs> talk to you guys, like, forever. I'm, like, looking at my, like, okay, where are we at a time now? What else can we squeeze in here? <laughs> Um, is there anything that you guys want to add that you feel like we didn't cover or that is just something you're super excited about and want to talk about? I mean, honestly, it's just all the little pointers, like mm-hmm. say yes, be unique, Google everything, be lighthearted, <laughs> yeah. Google. Yeah. I mean, we have oodles of stories, but <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, um, thank you so much for being here. I did kind of give you guys a pre-warning that I want you guys to do a little like quick pep talk to people who are um, wanting to do something similar. And even if it's not necessarily in the same realm of what you guys are doing, there are still a lot of things that translate when it comes to being a creative person and chasing your dreams and following something that you're passionate about. So um, I'm going to kind of wrap things up a little bit but as I do that be thinking about what you guys want to say um again thank you guys so much for listening making it through this podcast amazing stories I loved having the wanderlust girls on here I'm going to tag them in everything so you can follow them go check out their blog if you want some cool style hit them up um there's a lot of people in Nashville who are doing like music videos if you guys need some good stylists I got them right here <laughs> um and yeah so thank you guys so much for being here thank if you, you. want to yes. just what is your final you know thing final word for our listeners um I would say be authentic to who you are because then what you're creating will always be authentic and that's what people really are drawn to mm-hmm. um so even if you're not being paid for something, if you don't have a job and you're trying to build up who you are as a person, it's kind of like who you are is your brand. Mm-hmm. That's how you have to think about that forever now, especially with Instagram, because what you're putting out there is your portfolio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to think about what you really want out there and it should be exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not getting paid for something, even if it's not really an actual job, keep creating stuff because in it doesn't have to be fashion it could be anything it could be music it could be really anything but always keep creating even if it's not something you're being paid for because it will we promise you we are the story it will come back in the end mm-hmm. yeah and then I think I'd like to just say a lot of people don't think they deserve something or maybe they're not to a certain point in their career where they're gonna get to the next level but we always say send the e- send emails like reach out to people talk to strangers because mm-hmm. more often than not they're going to be open and willing yeah and you're not going to get anything without asking mm-hmm. like a lot of people who do similar things they are like how are you getting all these jobs and well if they're not coming to us we're going to them mm-hmm. yeah, like, we've we're going to create this yeah, yeah we've owned a business since 2011 and we probably send out 10 to 15 cold emails a week yeah you know so that's it, amazing it, they won't all yeah. stick but some mm-hmm. will the right yep. the right company will yep. want to work with you. I love that even though you have these relationships that you've built, you're still building more. Absolutely, and I think yeah, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Yay! Well, thank you guys so much for being thank here, you. Emily and Abigail. Follow them. Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I know I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Us too. <laughs> and we will talk to you next time.